0: Welcome to Animorphs Anonymous, the podcast where we casually discuss the Animorphs one book at a time. I'm Casey. And I'm Alex. And we're going to talk you through the plot of each book. But more accurately, take you on tangent trips, factoid phrase, and say, well, actually, as much as possible.
1: Join us on the 1st and the 15th of each month, and we'll take you along on our mission.
0: And we promise to have you back under the two-hour time limit. Ladies
1: and gentlemen, I have a grave announcement to make. Incredible as it may seem, both the observations of science and the evidence of our eyes lead to the inescapable assumption that those strange beings who landed in the Jersey farmlands tonight are the vanguard of an invading army.
0: So, uh, I, um... Haven't done this in a while, and uh, last time did entirely forget the whole shtick where we have to actually introduce you, Jenna, and talk about
2: what your history with animals is. So we're just oh. going to do that now
0: and just <laughs> shroom,
2: put that on the first episode. Oh, no, I think you leave it in this one. I think that's the way to this go. This is the
0: way to do it. Yeah. Is... All right,
2: but we should at least talk about the shows. And stuff that you do. I refuse. No fucking hell! God do, damn it! I do nothing. I am a person off the street. I've never experienced this literature before. This is my first introduction to if it was, that would be wild. It would be a little wild. It would That'd be, be cool really though. Wild. Like I feel like this would stand. Like I feel like you could still kind of understand what's gonna go on.
0: Yeah, I mean honestly, I think the only thing
2: you'd really miss would be like some of the Tobias stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like you would you just wouldn't understand the importance of it.
0: hmm Yeah. But it's still like a good story. Mm-hmm. Just ask Scott to explain it let's go i'll just repeat that rachel and jake are cousins for like 20 minutes straight i feel like that was his only true point
2: yeah Yeah. i mean
0: how often the books reiterate it is that i get it i think he had only seen most of the tv show but not all of it (laughs) nice okay anyways no for real though jenna You've come on this show. You've taken your time. You've you've clearly wasted your time. You've made poor life decisions. Now you're on this show for the love of God. Tell me who you are and
2: your experience
0: with animorphs.
2: Uh, okay. Uh, hi, I'm Jenna and I'm an Animorphs fan. Um, I experienced (laughs) and thank you. The first time I ever saw the books was at a scholastic book fair in elementary school. And I was a kid who like moved around a lot in early elementary school. So getting that and having that be kind of like a constant was super awesome and cool. And it made me very happy. and, and, I I don't know, I just, I really connected with the book super hard, super early on, because A, I loved animals, like, pretended to be wolves in my backyard, kind of loved animals, Uh, and also thought I was a cat for a while. It's fine. This is fine. It's all right. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I love it. And then I started doing podcasts and started doing an Animorphs podcast and stopped doing an Animorphs podcast and started doing an Animorphs podcast. (laughs) Like you do. Like you do.
1: Delightful. The the wolves in the backyard thing. I, I feel that. I feel that so hard.
2: When you're like, so I wasn't an only child, but I was the youngest and everybody else was like five plus years older than me. Mm, mm-hmm. So I had to find ways to entertain myself and I was just fascinated with animals. So I would pretend to be almost every kind of animal, but, mm-hmm. but I always went back to wolves. They're the best. They, they're so good. They're so good.
1: Did you do like, like when you, I, I always did this oh, like to make the Absolutely. Paws. Had paw
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm, that'll be great audio for everyone listening
2: <laughs> Just like roll your fingers in and yeah. tilt your wrists back and imagine yeah. your hands or paws, yeah, because <laughs> that's what we did, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I would like stand outside in the backyard or really sit on my haunches in the backyard and howl at the moon when the moon was full almost every month. That's my mom awesome. was like, Are you going to be eating from a bowl outside today? And I'm like, Yeah, probably. Why not listen? You're fucking lucky sin. mom that I'm not hunting
0: small animals in the woods at this point. Exactly. With my bare hands. Wolf hands.
2: Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I love like, it. I grew up on a farm, so it was like really immersive too. <laughs> mm-hmm. have to be a lone wolf in the woods. I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> it's embarrassing. And now it's on the internet for people to hear. <laughs> <laughs> it's not embarrassing. <sighs> it's great.
1: Yeah. I feel like when I was a kid, like every cuz I grew up in the city, so like every patch of like woods or every like field, I was like it's my time.
2: Yeah. This is my forest.
0: <laughs> See, I was never wolf kit. I was always whale kit. I was like in the pool. I'm like this is great. Oh, hell yeah. Oh yeah,
2: when we got a pool when I was in like middle school, it was time to be a shark. It was just oh. time. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I always went orca, and I was always like, these are my
0: repetitive behaviors because of my captive presence. (laughs) I'm going to chew concrete. Fuck all of (laughs) y'all. Oh,
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Listen, I thought this was was a safe space to share our animal (laughs) kids
2: stories.
1: 100% is. I'm laughing because it's true. It's sad, and I hate it, and instead
2: of crying, I'm... Choosing to laugh. It's not always sa- oh, it sad because of the orcas. Got it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I understand. No, that. no, not you
1: doing that. That's okay. very pointed for a child. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love those, those TikToks that are like how our parents thought we played as children. And then it's like very prim proper. Mommy, may I have some tea for my tea party? And then it's like how we actually played. I'm a wolf in the woods. <laughs> Just a child running through the yard on their... So true, though I love it. It's so fucking true.
0: So absolutely true. Mm -hmm. Like, and I can also say for all of us, there's no world in which we haven't cantered
2: down a sidewalk, making sure our stride lengths were perfectly in time with the cracks of the pavement. Yep. Sometimes, when I think I'm alone, maybe I still do it.
0: Listen, I'm not saying that's how you get good at counting strides and can now say I'm training. I'm just saying you could. (sighs)
1: <sighs> the thing that got me the other day was um, I don't remember who posted it, but the meme where it's like you're in a car and you can see the the man running like yes. as the car is going. And I was like, other people did that? Yeah. Like I thought I was the only one. Although I didn't have a man; I had like a like a cheetah or a horse or a dog or something.
0: Oh. Yeah, far superior to a man. Yes, yes. I don't care for men generally. <laughs> <laughs> not a big, not a big man fan. Listen, I've never gone in
2: my backyard and pretended to be a man. Uh (laughs) That's a good damn point. You know what? I didn't either. That's strange for me.
0: We should do this one. We should all get on a call and cosplay being businessmen one day, (laughs) but not tell
2: (laughs) anyone else what we're doing. (laughs) Just wear suits. Very important man. The synergy in this room today. (laughs) Oh, no. Get out. I don't know if I can do it. (laughs) I like it. Oh, God. Can I just cosplay myself on a business call? Yeah. This is our imagination time now. We can do whatever we want. Where I sit there and talk shit about you in a Slack channel the whole time. Yes. Like,
0: can I have access to this Slack channel through searching the company database?
2: Here's the thing. Yeah, you you do if you know how to get to it. Absolutely. You can also search
0: your own name, I think, just generally, and it'll bring up all mm-hmm. the private chats.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. 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 If you didn't know that, think about that. The next time you talk shit in Slack.
0: Yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh-huh. Maybe we have cosplayed businessmen before and we just didn't understand <laughs> that. That's what we were doing.
2: <laughs> oh God. I love it. I love it so much.
0: So good. We've Done good work here today.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: What was your first
2: Animars book though? Oh, the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Started at number oh, one. one. Hell Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Somehow caught it like directly head on at that first scholastic book fair that it was out at and I was just like, This is my life. <laughs> Worth it though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm still doing it, so You're clearly I was right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Did you read like the whole series like straight through?
2: So as well? I I started them and then something happened like midway through where I couldn't get a couple of the books so I just stopped for a while and then my mom found them um and got me like the rest of them and I tore through them and I haven't done a full reread like since high school I don't think but I want to I'm itching good news I need it <laughs> <gasps> I got like halfway through. It was like almost the same point that I stopped reading oh, no. them in like elementary, middle school. That's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. I was so, and then like I just, you know, you know, you know what we do. I just haven't had time <laughs> to <Yeah>. go back. <sighs> but yes. Now there are audiobooks. Oh, now there are audiobooks. It's going to happen.
0: Assignments that are going to make us go back.
2: What? Spoilers.
0: <laughs> I fucking love this series. I've like, somebody, it was like last night, somebody asked me a question. Oh, it was uh, Austin and I were talking about whether or not he was like, did the yerk in Jake's head leave memories there when he died, or was it the elements that implanted them? I'm like, I'm pretty sure the yerk left like impressions and, and memories because of Tom, too. Yeah, I think so.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> And then I realized when I couldn't immediately recall that question that it had been too long since I've read these books.
2: Yeah. Every time you guys like pull some fucking random ass itty bitty knowledge from these books, I'm like, Oh, I gotta go back. I gotta go back. Gotta go Cause back. I don't have that anymore. It's gone. I need it. I need it to be back in there.
1: Yeah. I'm doing a reread right now. And I'm like, I'm like annotating with the little tabs. Oh. It is fucking delightful. Like, I was like, oh, this must have been how Alex felt when we were recording Animorphs Anonymous and I was experiencing them for the first time. And she was all like, oh, this line, like, like, indicates it's like foreshadowing for a thing that happens later. So now I'm going through and doing that. And i am be like, oh, that's a (laughs) very poignant thing that Cassie said. And shit like that. (laughs) It's so fun.
2: It's amazing. Oh, man. There's so much when you're doing
0: it that you can't be like, hey, Casey, remember this one line from book two. Because by the time we're like recording book six, it's like, I... Don't even know my own name anymore. Like, yeah oh, I'm mm-hmm. so excited. Gotta reread them all. Yeah, fuck yeah!
2: And one of my favorite things in the world too is like introducing someone to these books, especially now as an adult. Like, I love doing it as a kid because I was like, this is the thing that I'm so passionate about, and you're gonna love it too. And most of the time, they did. Sometimes they didn't, and I was like, we're not friends anymore. But now as an adult, I'll hand the book to someone or I'll just tell them that they have to read it. And if they do, they're always like, you read this as a child, and also. I fucking adore this. And I'm like, I know it's so good. (laughs) Like it's not a kid's book. It's a kid's book, but it's not a kid's book. It's so fucking good. It's
0: so good. So I can't be any more happy that like I read, like it's, it's so clear when you go back and like you read the themes and like you are really pressed with those hard questions like and again i'm always i'm always gonna say this and i know people don't like cassie but like the cassie questions the more like gray the things that are hard i'm so glad that you were presented with that as a child and got Mm -hmm. to like mull that over like
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i love
0: cassie i was mad at her for many many years but like when
2: we did our reread i was like no no (laughs) yeah yeah, I feel like baby Jenna resonated so so hard with both Rachel and Marco, and now grown up Jenna is like, no, I mean pretty solidly Cassie. <laughs> like, not everything is black and white, y'all. Like, mm-hmm. not even a little. No. Oh man, and like, how much how
0: much more interesting is it that like the wrong choice is the correct one, like the traditionally wrong one is the correct? One. Yeah, that's
2: so much more interesting than anything else. Yeah. it's almost like challenging your values and ideals gives you character growth. It's weird. Mm -hmm. It's wild. It's almost like trying to understand
0: something from somebody's perspective that you maybe didn't understand or even fully disagree with as a concept is like good for you.
2: Weird. (laughs) That's so weird. (laughs) Oh man. I love it so much. Me too.
0: I still love Rachel though. I will listen. I will always resonate (laughs) with Rachel. I will always love Rachel. Rachel, I love Mm -hmm. them all, and there are aspects of all of them that I thoroughly enjoy. And in fact, like you know, I mean, Jenna, you know, D and B. I don't have a Rachel character
2: (laughs) at all. Uh,
0: Well, there's moments, but uh, I don't know. It just it's wild. All of them have so many like interesting,
2: good aspects. I
0: just Mm -hmm. love Rachel because I've loved her since little.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like little Jenna was like. There are two aspects to that personality, and it's like angry and cut up. And that's it. So, of course, it was Rachel and Marco. I think I went Rachel and Tobias a lot. Yeah. I like acts. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the world is alien to me. He's just, he's trying. He's trying. Yeah. And I just.
1: I think a common thread with me is I really like intellectual characters.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I don't know. also, I'm so sorry, Alex, I'm really distracted by your right hand. Did you get another tattoo that I didn't know about?
0: No, it's a, it's a temporary tattoo that I got okay. from a,
2: a stick on thing. I was so like, what the fuck? I asked- was no? just like, sure. This makes sense. <laughs> I want to schedule my tattoos so bad. So bad. So, so bad.
0: Do it for like four reasons that I can think of off the top of my head.
2: <laughs> oh no, I'm not even talking about that one. I mean, like my animorphs tattoo. Do it. What? I want it. it. I want it. I want it on me. I want it done. What is it? So, have you? You've seen my arm tattoos, right? They're birds. I have birds. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I do. I do. I do bird, bird arm. Um, bird arm. I, ha- I have bird arms. So I've got like My arm is birds, the owl. And then I've got a little bird. That's probably gonna get covered up. Um, it's very cute. I love it very much, but it, makes me angry every time I see it because the artist stole money from me and didn't complete it. Oh uh, yeah. Rude. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't get tattooed by Mark Russell. Yeah. I did it online. I don't give a fuck, uh, but on my forearm, I want a red tail hawk. Hey, <laughs> all right. Uh, and since I have like the, the blue as sort of a connecting feature throughout all of my tattoos, mm-hmm. I want to get the morph cube. I want him to have the morph cube. Yeah. Somewhere on or near his his bird person.
0: Yay! That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. I've always wanted to do and still might um get the the life-size red-tailed tail feather on mm-hmm. my forearm. And it's oh, the yeah. one I want to get is uh Savannah's, which was the red-tailed hawk that I worked with yeah. for years oh, and oh, years. The one I did all the programs with. And you okay. may recognize that name because that's my character's yeah. name. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> weird.
1: like that layered. <laughs> Oh, nice, man. that's so
2: cool. Yeah,
1: you've been talking about that one since, like, college. Burn arm. Right on the fucking bone, baby.
2: Dude, I there's something about, like, right on the bone does not hurt me. It's the hmm. little little fatty areas where I'm like, can you please stop for just a second? please? And baby. For me, it was
0: the vein. I didn't ask him to stop. I just, but... I felt like I was being electrocuted every time they'd go right over the veins here and like Mm -hmm. right down here, but the bone and like, everybody's like, Oh, the middle of your arm, like is going to hurt so bad right in your elbow. I'm like,
2: no, the ditch areas don't hurt to me. Yeah. I didn't think anything of it at all. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But the veins, I was like, I can feel you injecting ink into my bloodstream.
2: (laughs) Please stop. I'm going to die. (laughs) Um, When we were getting our, our Mr. DNAs, she was hitting one spot it didn't hurt but it was like it was just making my leg jump off the fucking table and I'm like oh, oh no. my god they're gonna think I'd sit terribly help
1: <laughs> not something you wanna do when you're getting a tattoo <laughs> oh no, god. but she had
2: she was like she had the perfect fucking grip on my leg to make sure that it didn't move or like if I did move she was so fast at pulling away which I did because Alex you fucking asshole <laughs> she made my soul leave my body cuz i couldn't laugh hard enough <laughs> it's so good it's such a stupid stupid joke <laughs> it's so fucking good it hit me
0: so hard <sighs> i didn't realize that that would be the joke that would would work i thought this is so
2: stupid <laughs> oh it's just so good <laughs> Have you told the joke on this show before? I don't think so. And I don't even think I remember it well enough to tell it properly. It wasn't like it's, it was such a situational thing too. Like we're going to get scones after this. And we were so hungry because we didn't eat anything before going to it. Don't do that either. Hey, also don't drink the night before. No. Oh, did we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Shit. Don't do that. Don't, that's not good. Don't do that. I got thick blood. It's fine. But we hadn't eaten fucking anything, and we were going to go get scones after that. And I was like, I'm so hungry, I'm probably not going to eat just one. And Alex, what the fuck did you say? I said you're going to have to get skattoos. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that is good.
2: It's so stupid. <laughs> it's so I didn't expect it at all. I don't
0: think the tattoo artist understood <laughs> the joke at all, because she was like what
2: (laughs) she was just like i have to stop for a moment because you were being unruly i had accepted my fate i was getting a line through the tattoo it was gonna be i was gonna tell everybody the story it was gonna be amazing but she was so good (laughs) yeah she she was like absolutely not on my watch (laughs) 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 oh it killed me it's so fucking ended my shit oh god so anyways now we got to go get more Tattoos or scones? Because yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I need that Fruit Loops scone again.
0: Oh, it was so good. So good. And especially at, like, 2 in the afternoon, having not eaten all day. Mm-hmm. At least they had water there.
2: Yeah. Dude. <laughs> and we got coffee before we went there. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I would have been dead. I think that they had snacks, too. I just don't think that either of us, like, partook. Oh, yeah, because they had a candy bowl. I didn't yeah. think we were allowed. Well, I mean, it is an... O- Hold on. Let's talk about the bonkersness of Alex not thinking that she's allowed to have candy out of a candy bowl, Callan. Yeah. It, well, okay, but it didn't
0: say take one. Okay, I'll admit, when I go to the bank and they do have candy on the counter, I do wait until they turn around to sneak one, like Joanna's eggs kind Aww. of a situation. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. I, if nobody's looking, I'm grabbing a fistful.
0: Oh, I I mean, I do continue,
2: but
1: yeah.
0: I do take one uh, at a time. Gotta live it myself somehow.
1: Oh, okay. I got two dum dums from the emergency vet yesterday. Ooh. Yeah, that is interesting. Are you the person to whom I can inquire if I may have? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so good.
1: I made that joke yesterday. We were going to PetSmart to get um, prescription food. And <laughs> Matt was like, Ooh, like maybe we should call your mom and see how this works. And I was like, we could just go up to a person and say, Are you the person to whom I can inquire about this prescription
0: food? <laughs> <laughs> and Matt was probably
2: like, Yeah, that sounds like a reasonable question. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what else is really good? The second half of this book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You wanna do you wanna talk about it? I I do desperately want to talk about this.
0: All right. All right. Let's let's get through some some recapping. And uh we'll see what happens. Uh once again, have not read through the second half of my notes. I know you might be thinking that's a poor idea after how poorly the first half of your notes went from last time. No. Get out. <laughs> it
1: was so good. It was like it was a time capsule.
0: Yeah. It is it is a time capsule. That's why I keep doing this cuz I'm like, "Oh, remember what it you used to recap like and now it's like huge paragraphs per
2: chapter do better. I didn't get to experience baby Alex. So this is like my way of experiencing baby Alex. Aw, all right, well, let's jump into it. Uh, so we
0: start off. Remember last time it's, uh, right after they get the time matrix, they get the Jahar, they jump to Z space. Now where we begin is in part two, in the middle of part two, or well, middle end of part two, where they're just going in circles in Z space. while Alfangor is realizing how poorly or how poorly, how well he's fucked up. How poorly he did, how well he fucked up. Uh, he liberated Lauren and Chapman is free, but still a giant dill weed. That's <laughs> in my notes. Nice, <laughs> uh, Chapman has completely thrown in with the Yerks. Even now, he's trying to convince Alfangor to use the time matrix. And Alfangor tells Lauren, it's probably because the Yerks put a tracker on the Jahar. And as soon as we return to regular space, it'll attract every York ship for miles. This forms a plan. Alfangor is going to come out of Z space and as close to the star sword as he can. Lauren is nonplussed as her return home is further delayed. That's that chapter. Yeah.
2: I think that is the only thing that I was like, you didn't, you didn't show us anything like this. Like why, how do you just know that there's going to be a tracker? Like, yeah. I would assume that too. I would, I would definitely assume that, but I wanted a little something.
0: Yeah. And it's kind of played like, it's just Chapman's reaction that makes him like, mm-hmm. oh shit. I you don't know. Maybe it was like a jump forward and like Alfangor's realizing now he has to think like how the Yerks would think to be able to.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like covering all those bases.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then Chapman's reaction confirms it. Mm -hmm. Dillweed. (laughs)
2: Yeah. (laughs) He is a dillweed.
0: All right. Uh, So Alfangor punches in coordinates that will hopefully get them close to where they want to go. The rest of the chapter is them tying Chapman up and then him and Lauren talking about when she gets back to earth and if he is really tempted to use the time matrix. If he thinks his people will use a time matrix of which he is no longer sure. Then it turns to the ads that Elfengor saw and Lauren and he share a laugh at cigarettes and then make a date that if she ever gets back to work, they'll get back. what to earth? There we go. Not work. They will drive a Mustang to Yosemite. I wrote work, but I meant earth. I'm pretty sure.
1: Oh no. Freudian slip.
0: Yeah. Oh, get God. Back to work. For me, earth is just work.
2: <laughs> that makes sense.
0: Yeah, it's all making sense now. It's all coming together. Is it even Freudian or is that just true? <laughs> well, let's let's get it. We got three more chapters in part two. Let's rage. Let's rage and close out part two. Get it. The Jahar comes out of Z space and is very close to a nebula. And Lauren and even Elfangor are awed. Elfangor tries to hail the star sword, which is under attack. They get a location, lock, and punch it to Max burn. They come upon the star sword within 10 minutes, but realize that they aren't under a traditional attack, but they are under attack from living asteroids that are wrapping around the ship and the fighters and crushing them to death. The Jahara is watching the dome ship go down. Every time they fire shredders or try to punch to Z space, these asteroids are crushing and eating them. As this is happening in front of them, the blade ship appears and somehow Elfangor's like I know who's on that blade ship. Sure shooting. Wow, Alex, really? Lauren establishes a video link to the Jahar, and after some quick thinking, Elfangor makes contact and then has Lauren pretend to shoot him so that he thinks that she is still a controller. They're about to enact the rest of the plan when Chapman kicks out Lauren's legs and takes the shredder. He's escaped his bonds, and he shoots at Elfangor, numbing his left side. Lauren has had enough of his bullshit, and kicks him square in the dick, which he deserved. But it's too late. They're being boarded by the blade ship. Horkbusher who boards gets blown away and then Visor thirty two, formerly subvisor seven, eventually Visor Three, reaches around and fires. The beam hits Lauren and slams into Whoa, hits Lauren, who slams into Elfangor, and uh it takes him down because his legs are numb. You know, you get it. These are 32 boards and boards the ship and he approaches El Fangor or Fangor swings his tail blade into the console, which fires the Jahar shredders directly into the blade ship, breaking the Jahar loose and sucking everyone and everything that isn't tied down into space. They're spinning out of control and the computer is slowly closing the hatch when an asteroid slams into them and drains the rest of the power. So now they have no oxygen and they all just sit around dying. That's the end of part two. So
1: Lauren and, and, and Elfanger did the Jaleel and Christopher fake shootout <gasps> bruise.
2: Oh. oh, they did. Oh, my
0: yep. God. Mm-hmm. Except this time there was real live ammunition, not like the the gun isn't yep. loaded. You promise? <laughs>
1: <laughs> take out the slugs. Uh,
0: they did say that. But in this one, they also said take out the slugs, but they meant the Yerks. Uh-huh. Yep. It's all come yep. together. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: It's all connected. What to e?
2: <laughs> oh, where's my bracelet? Mine are Damn all it. over the house. is the answer <laughs> to that question. <laughs> oh, I think. Oh yeah, we have we have a stack of them. I love what to e.
0: It's such yeah. a good all-encompassing. Mm-hmm.
1: It's like say love e.
0: Even rhymes.
2: It does. <laughs> <laughs> Just for con- confirmation, it, it in fact it does. <laughs> I'll third that. It certainly does. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh no. I love this concept of living asteroids that and I know that I've seen it before and stuff. I know that I can't fucking think of anything off the top Avatar. of my fucking dome. Avatar.
0: The crystal, the creeping crystal.
2: That's yeah. Just rock yeah. Candy. It is very much the creeping crystals. Yeah.
0: Not quite. It's more malicious, but I feel well. like that's one. I'm just trying to guess. I'm trying to win your memories. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate
2: that. (laughs) No, I feel like it's either Star Trek or like Babylon five. Something is happening in my brain.
1: It seems Dr. Who-ish.
2: Oh, very Dr. Who-ish. Oh yeah. Cause that's the, the, um,
0: uh, electric lights orchestra episode with moaning Myrtle. Cause they get sucked into the pavement and like the doctor saves them right as it's her boyfriend's face only. Oh yeah. That was
2: a while. I could have gone with any detail. That was a wild route. I mean, I was a little confused at first, and then, yeah, you got there. I'm
0: sure there's a title to that episode and a season. And no, it's an the Electric number.
1: Light Orchestra episode. Like, as With soon as you said that, word. I was like, yep, I know which one. <laughs> yep.
0: Man, that's a good episode, though. Yeah,
1: it is. It's one of the few I, like, remember distinctly.
0: It's You mm-hmm. know what? That one and, like, the Weeping Angels, the original one, mm-hmm. like, those are the ones where, like, David Tennant is barely even in it, but like when they would do those little like one-offs, they were so freaking good. So fucking
2: good. Loved it. I need to get caught up on some Doctor Who before he's back.
0: I'm like 86 seasons behind, but now that David Tennant's returning. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Then again, we could just watch it and not...
2: Oh, I can't. No. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) That, that That won't... Yeah, no, I can't do it. Listen, it didn't feel right, but I thought I could say it and maybe it would... Be true. Yeah. Other people may be able to do that and that's fine for them. Um I just can't. I just can't do it. Yeah, I'm I'm one of those people where like if I start something and it gets bad, I still have to finish it. At least TV shows, books, I don't have time. But TV shows you can put them on in the background and still absorb the same amount that I would have gotten from like watching it, watching it. So
0: I'm opposite. I'm like, if a TV show gets bad, I'm like, I'm out. Or like, as as Jenna may already know. Um, especially like, uh, trash TV shows. The second somebody pulls out a
2: guitar to start singing an original song, I, <laughs> oh, I'll leave. That episode is over. What are you talking that's, about? That's how, that's where <laughs> that episode ended. In my mind, it <laughs> is. <laughs> the next episode comes on immediately. We'll not sit through that. So in, in the recap, oh, I must not have been paying attention to the rest of the episode. Cause I don't remember any of that. Uh, but it ended when the guitar came out before yeah. a n- single note was strummed.
0: If it's a ukulele, I, there's oh, a hole in no, the ceiling. There was
2: never a ukulele in the episode. I don't know what you're talking about. Nobody had one. Yeah, glad to know. I just I. Somebody could be amazing, right? They could. They could be a really fucking great musical artist, and it's going to be an awesome thing that they're going to do. I have such bad secondhand embarrassment for people that I can't. Mm. I can't handle waiting to see. I can't do it.
1: But is does this apply to real life or also oh, in TV shows? God, it
2: applies much harder to real life. Okay.
1: Because, <laughs> like, Matt can't watch TV shows with anything, like, embarrassing or, like, deception or anything like that. I can't watch anything with this man. <laughs> but, like, he's fine with real life, whereas I'm the opposite. Ooh.
2: Yeah, I'm so the no. opposite. I can't no. do it in real life. See, I don't, I don't love surprises either. So yeah, I don't, I just, I, uh. if I'm out in public and I see like, you, you know, it's about to happen. You see somebody that's like about to get proposed to or something. I have to turn and walk, walk away. I have to walk <laughs> away. I can't know. Yeah. I can't see this thing happen. Is it, what if she says no, man? What if she says oh. no? See, okay. What if what if the other person says no?
0: <laughs> I probably shouldn't admit this, but I did just recently see somebody get proposed to, and I did turn to everybody with me and not loudly, but not whispered, said,
2: "Say no." <laughs> oh my god! See, you would break the tension for me, and that would be amazing, and I would love the excellence because <laughs> I'd be like, someone else is thinking it. Don't? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Hooray! Oh, I just I can't.
1: It's it's not great. Okay, but how often does that happen in like sports ball settings?
2: What do you mean, like? <sighs> like,
1: I feel like it's a thing to maybe this was a movie somewhere where like somebody proposes to somebody on the jumbotron. Oh, okay, okay. Thingy.
2: okay. Uh is many. Like, I've I've been to many, several of sport. I would say, mm-hmm. uh, and I've never experienced it. Yeah. I do like anytime the kiss cam comes on and it's like people who clearly aren't into each other you like, no. no I'm like oh god turn it off turn it off turn it off no like, like if it if it's people who are into each other and they do a little smooch it's adorable right but if they're not and they're, and then they just linger the cam on there and I'm like you better stop it right now the one that always
0: gets me <laughs> which like this you'll probably hear this one day Jenna if you come to a hockey game with me and I get drunk enough I can't wait Uh, when they do the kiss cam and the last shot is always on two players of the opposing team and everybody laughs. I always want to stand up and just be like, what are you doing for your cheap thrills? No one thinks this joke is funny. It is a stupid joke based in like homophobia. And you're using that for your own (laughs) shitty entertainment for what these (laughs) middle-class people that have gathered here to watch a sport. This is (laughs) ridiculous. Like, I just want to go off.
1: Do it.
2: I held
0: it in every time. I mean, oh sometimes I mean God. comments
2: <laughs> and then, like, and then Jenna has turned into ether because of her secondhand embarrassment <laughs> of you doing this diatribe. Yes.
1: <laughs> also, it's like post coronavirus, like and by post, I mean like it's forever. It's, yeah. it's always coronavirus, mm-hmm. but like, no,
2: no, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, I think the hope there is that it's people who would be kissing anyway.
1: How can you know,
2: though? And it is homophobic. Yeah. How can you know? How can you know? Because sometimes they they show people and they're like, that's my sister. And it's like, oh. Ew. And then they just leave the camera there and you're like, fucking stop.
0: Yeah. That's why I always try to act like I don't really know or like anyone I'm with. Just in case they try to turn the kiss cam on to me. Yeah. It won't work.
2: I'll leave. Yeah. I, okay. I did it. I did it. (laughs) Pressure got me. It wasn't the pressure. I was, it was adorable. I, I (laughs) love that you could do that. If it were me personally, I
0: don't care if it's, if it's someone I'm married to, I'm leaving.
2: (laughs) I hate. I hate. I hate PDA. I hate it. Um, for me personally, not like you do you, but for me, I hate it. But I was like, ah, I don't know why this is adorable right now, but it is. <laughs> it was so cute. Yeah. Yeah. I just
0: leave. <laughs> just get up. I'm wow. fine with everybody else doing it. Like, listen, I, again, PDA does not bother me in the slightest. you go do your thing. Right. I, except for the one time I did walk out of an escape room to two people heavily making out on the desk oh, of the different. escape room. That was a little buck wild. <laughs> I still didn't mind it, but I did keep looking and then like pointing and then looking at my group and then pointing like, the-. am I the only one seeing these two people that are basically dry humping on the counter of an escape room? Oh. Is this the <laughs> spot that you really want to do this in? There's a lot of people here. Do you remember the couple, we had a fire drill
1: at three in the morning at my added freshman year. And then we were outside, and there were two people like dry humping on a car. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. It was like the
0: dead of winter. Just it was like, like negative degrees out. Yeah. Holy shit! Uh, I haven't thought why? about that in one hundred years. Why? Because they're in college and they're
2: in love,
0: and they everything like, about that was <laughs> terrible.
2: Okay, there are places to be exhibitionisty. Go do that somewhere else. That was not it.
0: <laughs> not that time, not that day. It had started snowing, if I remember correctly. There was snow present. Yeah. <laughs> right. Want to talk about this book? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lest exhibition-y at this point. Um, There's still no air. They're all dying and Elfangor is dying, knowing that he has failed every aspect of his life, his mission, his friends, and his people. Honestly, this is how I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> then Lauren's unconscious body drifts into him, and he realizes that no matter how bad he feels, he can't let Lauren die when there's hope. Even while spinning wildly, he sees the emergency air panel and he has one shot to get it. So he focuses and then kicks, kicks off the wall and misses. Alfanger's like, ah, shit, we're in trouble. But then he's pushed back that way by Lauren, who is against all odds, regained consciousness. He hits the panel and air starts filling the basically dead ship and their collapsed lungs. Alfanger and Lauren check in as Visor32 is also regaining consciousness. Ugh, rec- consciousness? The next problem is their dead ship being sucked into a black hole. You know, you know, girl things. Then Visor 32 proposes a plan to Elfangor. They use the time matrix, but they get it to, uh, but to get to it now unbound on the inside of their ship held only by gravity. They have to work together as a team.
2: (laughs) Exciting is that? Very exciting. (laughs) It was very exciting. I'm so thrilled at that. I do always love those like. I am going to kill you, but until then, you need to help me. Moments, cuz it's like why? Just cuz just, just kill me. Just kill me and then you can do it. Could they though? No. No, but I am I am a stubborn and petulant bastard. I would probably <laughs> I would probably let us all die.
0: I would try to do it myself and still fail, but I'd try.
2: I'd be like you need me in order to do the thing. Oh man, sucks for you. Sucks to suck, idiot. Yup, I'm just going to go eat my rations and die slowly.
0: See, I'd be like, yeah, I'll help you. But in my mind the whole time, I'll be like, at what point do I make my move? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Here's, here's what they do. They pull out excess cable and things from the panels and use it to fashion a rope. And then they grab the air hoods that are stowed away on the ship for just such an occasion. Elfangor launches into space and gets an actually pretty accurate description of what zero G zero G is like. Yeah, I wrote that right. Why are you doubting yourself? I don't know. Probably you failed in the notes so many other times. Anyways, Visitor Thirty Two then tugs him back towards the ship as he has seen the time matrix wedged between the engines. He taps off the edge of the craft over the time matrix and uses the line as a sling. And when the time matrix is somewhat dubiously attached, he has Visitor Three pull him back in. Then he realizes they're about to use this incredibly powerful, massive weapon from a future space god that they only barely just believe in. So that's pretty wild. Hell yeah! All right, I'm just gonna keep going. Let you guys Willy Wonka
2: me that's get cool. it. Wait, <laughs> Willy Willy Wonka you?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so when we were recording Everworld, uh, Casey said that um, she had a Willy Wonka thing to talk about, so she was going to stop me when okay. we got to it. Oh, okay. So then she did this off screen. Oh, my, that's what that is. Birthday. Okay, yeah. So now it's made it to every other show, but we don't <laughs> explain it. We just keep using Willy Wonka moments, and everybody's <laughs> just kind enough that they're like. Yeah. Okay. okay.
1: <laughs> this is my legacy. <laughs> it feels like gang signs, like somehow, but you know.
2: Bonkas forever. <laughs> <laughs> really bonka. Oopa life.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, the time matrix is back in the Jahar, and the Andalites are now posturing over it. Lauren is almost dead. The hood wasn't built for her, and it cannot sustain her. Visor 32 and Elfangor are getting ready to fight, when instead they decide to both go for the Time Matrix at the same time. And we get this incredible description of multiple dimensions, and they start to wrestle over this thing, and it's all like swirling together in a crazy vortex of quilting colors of worlds. And visor 32 is winning out over Elfangor, trying to direct the Time Matrix back to the Yurk home world. Elfengor fights him, but his mental image isn't as clear, and his body is dying faster. And then a third power joins in and fights. It's Lauren whose mental fortitude shocks Visor Thirty Two, and she blocks him, allowing Elfinger to more power, f- allowing Elfinger more power. And suddenly they are moving. And then someone or something is laughing at them. Dun, dun, dun.
2: God damn it! Notes. You I love it. the ominous laughter, ominous otherworldly laughter.
1: I wonder who that could be.
2: I also love like. just how just how dumb everybody expects humans to be and then they're like oh shit they got a lot of fucking willpower going on here she has agency (laughs) weird (laughs) do you think the laugh was Elemist or cryak i think it was Kryak. i thought so too like if it was elemis then i don't think it would be like spooky laugh i think it would be like these children (laughs) what are you doing but i I feel like it's Kryak. yeah it would be more like a santa laugh i feel like if it was yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs)
1: Santa and Satan,
0: (laughs) the two (laughs) genders.
1: (laughs) Oh no, I love
2: that. It is now (laughs) perfect.
0: (laughs) Oh God! All right. So Elfangor wakes up on his home planet by his scoop and his guide tree, and he breaks down at the sight of his guide tree, and just starts unloading his shame and failure, and asking for forgiveness. The tree cannot do much, but just the unloading helps him. He then gallops towards his scoop, and everything is the same as his home, down to the slope of the land. But as he arrives at his scoop, he looks just behind it, and he sees an impossible waterfall. The one from the ad, with the cylindrical things in their mouths and stuff. And then he looks up and sees multiple different skies mixing with his own. One is blue with fluffy clouds, and the other is green with lightning. And he realizes they've created yet another horrible abomination. Part. I love this whole world so much. Mm -hmm. I
2: can't wait to see art of this.
0: Why haven't more people done art of this?
2: I don't know. Fucking
0: hell.
2: Get on it, listeners. Yeah, Yeah, listeners.
0: Yeah. I would like to be a consumer of this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Someone, not me, make this happen.
0: Yeah, that was my favorite thing Casey ever did. She was like, "Here's a really, really good idea." And it, was it? Were we on with Tim? And Tim was like, "Yeah, Casey, like you got to draw that." And you were like, "I would like to be a consumer of this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are the Everworld travel posters. <sighs> Which I do want to do. I love, I love the look of travel posters. I would like to mm-hmm. attempt one. Yeah. yeah, I think that's an art corner. I think so. Mm-hmm. At some point, spoilers for art corner.
1: <laughs> oh, you heard it here first.
0: All right, find us every third. Tuesday of the month? <laughs> yeah. Every third Tuesday, twitch.tv slash easy drop. Ever roll posters. I don't know.
2: Sometimes we Sometimes. do have more shit. Eventually.
0: Eventually. Yep. Find us there. All right. Elfangor is watching the Yerk Landscape do some fucked up shit and attempt possibly to eat a beast or maybe just hold it. We don't know. And then Elfangor <laughs> realizes that Lauren is probably around and he needs to get to her before Visitor 32 does. So he takes off towards the earth with the waterfall. But sure enough, he finds Lauren and they're like, yay, we found each other. They have come to the exact same conclusion that this world was created by their three memories and desires mixing. And Elfengor is delighted at what a quick thinker Lauren is, which is only slightly, slightly rude, I think. Uh, but the reunion is cut short by visitor 32 showing up and he's not alone. He's got puppies. He's got puppies with wheels.
2: Wheels (laughs) and range.
0: The, the, um, the power Rangers module beast. Oh, puppy and wheels and wings. Yeah. <laughs> Casey looks distraught. I think you broke
2: her. <laughs> I
0: just
1: think it would make such a cute toy.
2: It would make a very cute toy. Listeners, get on this. <laughs> get on this. Make me a scary dog sky dancer thing.
0: <gasps> yes! yes. Oh. And the wheels. bottom half is like you pull it back and it like goes forward, but the top half is a skydancer part.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then it launches again directly into the fireplace because that is my favorite part. <laughs> That is the critical part. I love
0: that. Yeah. Dude, that was my favorite thing. I So Halloween, everybody's doing cool costumes. I send Jenna a TikTok of somebody dressed up as a sky dancer in a really cool costume. And Jenna uh-huh. said the exact thing I was thinking, which was, and the next half of the video is directly into the fire. <laughs> yep. It's like Jenna gets me. Yeah. You guys, my notes are so good that the first sentence of my next part of this recap is, so this chapter is awesome.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Way to interject your bias,
0: Alex! Oh, it's it's interjected <laughs> through the entire thing. Never doubt that my bias is all over <laughs> all of this. Okay, uh, there's more trash talk, and Visitor Three showed up with the Mortrons, which are these insane creature. I feel like I said it Mortrons last time. Mortron Mortrons. I like Mortrons better. Mm-hmm. I can pick my own pronunciation,
2: right? Yeah, it's a made up word. People say jiff.
1: Yeah, or or elfinger. <laughs> so we do say elfinger.
2: <laughs> simile,
0: Which I know people do. Like that one I have heard before. Yeah. I just don't like it because simile is already a word. And I'm like, no, he deserves his own place. He's a to simile stand. for axe. God damn. All right. Let's talk about the Mortrons. I'm gonna say Mortrons. Yeah. I'll probably switch halfway through, but I'm gonna start by declaring that. They're these insane creatures which actually have biological wheels. Lauren starts trash talking Visitor Thirty Two, and when he says, "I know you're scared of me," she throws a rock at him, which hits him in the face because none of them could fathom actually throwing something. Which is this is a note that I interjected, which is an interesting discussion again about how the human shoulders developed, and of course, Andalites couldn't do this because they aren't developed for swinging through trees. But what are their arms for? Anyways, Visor 32 angrily sends the Mortrons after them, and they split into a spinny wheelbase thing and a giant bat top half. And as Alfangor slices them in half, they regenerate to more Mortrons. Alfangor cannot run them, but Lauren has no hope, and so she asks how strong his back is. And Alfangor's like, mm, medium? And then Lauren goes to ride him like a giant blue pony, and he takes off. Bloney, if you will. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> what are their arms for? Not a clue. Con- convenience. <laughs> Is that what you're I've never th- thought about what the evolutionary reason for them having arms would be. Well Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's none. Soldering? Like
1: like manufacturing? But things? like that I'm like, after,
2: right? Yeah. Yeah. But like why arms though?
0: Because if I if I remember correctly, and I very much could not, in Elemist Chronicles. They already had the arms when he gave them the tail blades. Because if he had given them tail blades and arms, I'm like, okay, it's Elimus meddling. Because that's the game he wants to like change that on the species and see what they do. But they already had them,
1: mm-hmm. and it's not like they need it to open like food or nuts or anything. Right, they with their hoofsies. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Questions for Catherine and Michael. And they'll
2: be like, please stop talking
0: to me. <laughs> like,
1: I don't want to do it. I don't want to answer that.
2: <laughs> why do you ask the weirdest questions? They have arms because they have arms. <laughs> uh, uh.
1: I finished um, book 11 last night, and they they mentioned the, the shoulder thing, the human shoulder thing in there, too, because they were monkeys brachiating mm-hmm. through the trees. And they talked about that, and that's why they can do stuff.
2: So... Like some animals develop arm-like appendages for like mating purposes, so maybe it's that. That could be. I'm trying to be so so adult with this, and it's not working. And you're gonna kill me. You're gonna break me. I'm oh, trying see, to be. I, <laughs> my mind
1: like went somewhere else. You know, like that that thing on TikTok where all the kids are doing like the cool like
0: hand dance thingies. Nope. Oh oh oh! Hang on, Casey. Hang kay. on, because. Kay. Now you've just reminded me of something else that I think was in the LMS <laughs> Chronicles. Didn't they? They didn't have thought speak, so they used their hands to oh, signal. Shit.
2: Oh, is communication! Communication! Oh, well, shit, we did it. We did it. Nice, good job,
0: team. Together, we remembered a thing.
2: <laughs> Sorry, I am. I am forever going to be just sitting here thinking about um, Andalites doing a mating dance. With their little arms up. <laughs> like the T-Rex one that just came out from, yes. like, Planet Earth. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: I agree. I think that's part of it. It's part mm-hmm. of the T-rex, display.
2: But,
1: but tiny.
0: Tiny
2: arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's why it's so fucking good.
0: Have you not seen this clip? No. Oh, oh man. Well, I know what I'm sending you is, let me write this down. <laughs> <laughs> so You're going to find
2: that, like,
1: days later and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> what was I talking about?
0: No, my note says send KC T Rex clip. I feel like that's clear. Okay. I did yeah. accidentally combine the A and the Y, so it's just a really long A. Yeah. I'm trying to save mileage. So instead K- of doing the letters K a and C, C. like <laughs> A and Y seem good. Chucky.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh God. Man, I've never claimed I to be just... intelligent. <laughs> oh no. Oh, it's it's the fact that you are intelligent that makes moments like that so much better. <laughs> right. I feel like it's just par for
0: the course. You're just like, I feel like she's real dumb. And then I'll say that and you'll be like, mm, yep. That's
2: how I feel. Get out of here. So fucking good.
0: This is like the other day when I asked, what is, uh, Oh, Aunt, what is Tony short for? And then I immediately <laughs> remembered. Is <laughs> Nobody else named Tony. Tony's, Tony's short for nothing. Because in my mind, I'm like, what name starts with Tony? None of them. Completely forgetting you could also take the back half of it.
2: Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. Because Anthony? Why didn't you call it Tony? Yeah. Anthony. Is... Luckily, Tim said this the second God, part was, of that. did it I didn't. made me so... It was so, felt- so good. It was so... No, this is not a leggings thing. You are correct this time. <laughs> So good. <laughs> Out of control. It makes me so happy.
0: I'm always like, why are you like this? Probably dropped on my head as a child, if I had to guess.
2: Oh, all right. I can't confirm, but... I mean, you you could probably confirm. It would, it would be a lot of money and time spent in doctor's offices.
0: Oh, I've had so many concussions since then. There's no way. There's no way to know. There's dents everywhere. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, they can tell the age of the scar tissue. That sounds expensive. You're right. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Incredibly, trust me. As someone who has their entire brain fucking map, yeah.
0: Have you, uh like, said that you're going to donate your brain to science
2: after you die so they can, like, slice it? I have not, like, officially filled out any paperwork, but I should do that because that is what I genuinely fucking want. Please Elliot. study this thing. It is trash. But also, they don't need my brain because they have all of the scans. They yeah, can reproduce there's, it. You know, there's still stuff they might want to look
0: at yeah yeah
2: seeing the digital version is different than just getting your hands in there yeah yeah
0: that's why i really want to go to new zealand to see hobbiton instead of
2: just watching the lord of the rings <laughs> 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 It's exactly like the, the same thing. Yeah. I yeah. think this is a one for one comparison. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Well, you know, the 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 way the hills dip for the Shire is is basically the same as brain folds. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And the little holes for the hobbit holes is like the little holes in my brain. So mm-hmm. it's right there. Tiny, tiny doors. It's right there.
0: What is a brain but a series of tiny underground doors?
2: <laughs> um, not that, actually. <sighs> Well, I mean, shouldn't be. (laughs) Ideally. If it is, you probably have mad cow or something similar. Mm, Chronic wasting.
1: Swiss cheese brain? Mm -hmm. I've heard that
0: before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can do cheese of truth with your brain. Do you know, Casey, do you know what cheese, the cheese of truth? Mm -mm. It's a guy that um, takes pieces of cheese that has holes in it, um, as some cheeses do, and slaps it down on a paper and then reads the words that are in the holes of cheese. And they most of the time are like inspirational somehow. Yeah. Cool.
2: I love that. Mm -hmm. I I love it until I think about the fact that he's throwing cheese onto a book page. And I'm like, that's going to be a greasy, greasy spot where you just threw that cheese. You monster. Me and Emily had this conversation the other day about a fucking. She sent me that TikTok too. Yeah. (laughs) About an ad with like a croissant on a book. (laughs) And somebody somebody wrote like, Oh, that croissant is so aesthetically placed. And we're both like, You monster. Ugh. It's so greasy. It's butter. Oh. Why you put on book? You could put like some clear laminate over
1: that. Maybe. Laminated cheese slice.
0: Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, just leave it in the singles wrapper. Oh yeah. Oh.
1: The only cheese videos that I frequent are like cats that get slices of cheese put on their faces. Oh.
2: It's always so good. I love the rare one where the cat instead of like freezing up with the cheese on its head, grabs the cheese and starts eating it. That those yep. make me happy every single time. <laughs> I'm like, this is me as a cat. Yep. Oh, thanks for the free cheese. Nom 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 nom. All
0: right. Speaking of weird pets that eat cheese, <laughs> I can't confirm that second part. <laughs> I'm sure uh, they, would. they might. Uh the escape visitor thirty two and his weird pets that may or may not eat cheese. Can't confirm or deny it here. They make it to the human section of this world. And Lauren is trying to explain the human things here, such as streets and houses. And they're making their way to Lauren's house where Lauren is sure her mother will be waiting. And Alfanger's like, Hey, don't expect too much. My parents weren't there. And Lauren's like, she'll be there. And she sees her house. She runs up to the front door, lets herself in. And sure enough, she hears her mother and Alfinger's like, what is going on here? But he's soon distracted by the interaction with Lauren's mom. She introduces them, but Lauren's mom's like, "Yeah, Elfgar, an Andalite. Of course, I know about Andalites, honey. That's ridiculous." And Elfgar's like, "Oh God, oh no, this means that she isn't real. That we've created a another horrible abomination." And uh, he's like, "Listen, Lauren, this is happening because your mom's made of your memories, and she has your knowledge." And Lauren's like, "No, no, none of that. No, this is my mom." And then she yells, "This is all your fault, Elfangor, and runs away. Which I think my favorite part that I did not put in the notes here, but my favorite part every time is when she says, You have to keep the door open when you have Andalites over. That's the house rules.
2: I love it. Like, oh, okay. Are Andalites sexual deviants? Like, what is what? Yeah. (laughs) That's such a parent joke, I feel like. Such a parent joke. Oh
0: my God.
2: What do Andalites do, though, that would make you keep the door open? I don't know, man. I guess they, like, they need to leave at a moment's notice to go eat your grass
0: for snack time. He did
2: try to eat the carpet, too, but it didn't work. Oh, yeah. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking gross. I know what's in the carpet. Don't do that. I mean, is the grass any better? I don't actually know what all—well, that's—you know what? Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm going to be thinking about that forever.
0: Oh, no. Hey, you did it. You ate—you ate
2: grass. Or andelite morphs. So I did do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I liked it too. It's good. I also eat grass as a child. So think you about that forever gra- too. I've eat, I've tried grass. Yeah,
0: in your human <laughs> life. Yeah, good. Do you ever get that grass that has the? It's like the sawgrass or whatever that has little sections so you can.
2: Yeah, and chew off the the little the little soft part, and yeah, basically. Also, there were like little little flowers sometimes that were not grass. It's not grass, but it's the the little I think they were yellow, and when you chew on them, they were like sour. But sometimes, sometimes they had a spider in them, and you shouldn't eat the spider. But I did once or twice or seven times, mm-hmm. it's an accident. Yeah, because I was just trying to get that good sour grass taste. Yeah,
0: genuinely, one of my favorite gross in quotation marks flavors of of the Harry Potter beans is the grass flavor.
2: One. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it tastes green it does taste green it tastes like what the world smells like when you have cut your grass and i like that flavor because the grass doesn't doesn't taste like that
0: that's that's the flavor of the grass dying and screaming out its last plea for life
2: yeah damn
0: i mean it is that's 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 the smell of distressed grass
2: yeah i wouldn't lie to you about this god you just made fucking birdie bots so metal yeah <laughs> It's the flavor of the smell of grass screaming <laughs> as it dies. Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh no, I love
1: that.
2: I mean, did they ever stop to think that like
0: everybody thinks what the dementors do is wrong, which is eating the soul, you're screaming dying breath as everything you wear leaves your body. But nobody thinks about how the beans are the exact same thing for grass.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. It's little, little soul capsules. Yep, You're
0: dementing the grass and mm-hmm. you should feel bad about that.
1: Wait Okay, so a mentor is a thing (laughs) So Dementor is like unmentoring Yes
0: That sounds right
1: Unless she was going for like demented
2: That's what I always thought But like now I think that you're more right
0: Huh I think if we break down what the words meanings are Casey is way more right
2: Yeah
1: Oh, well, she sucks, so.
2: (laughs) Damn. (laughs) That is the correct takeaway from this conversation. (laughs) Or any conversation that involves her.
0: Truly, truly. I, like, every time that conversation comes up, I just say, I get so lucky because Catherine and Michael are so amazing as people that I don't have to, like,
2: come scrutinize me. Yeah. Go for (laughs) it. I don't have to separate (laughs) the art from the artist because they're awesome. Yep. (laughs)
0: I'm like, I have it so easy. (laughs) All right. Okay. Alfangor does go up to Lauren's room and I assume keeps the door open, but I don't think it's specified. I hope he closed the door just for a second, just to be like a little rebellious.
2: Yeah. Cute.
0: Uh, Anyways, he grabs a picture of her and her parents, we assume, and then he goes off to find her and he hears this weird thwack noise and finds Lauren hitting softballs. She's upset and they talk for a bit and then are drawn towards the woods Where they walk in and find the edge of the world they've created where it's, it's just blank. This truly is a a flat earth moment. Uh, and Lauren reaches into it and her hands just turns back towards her face and she freaks the fuck out because her hand turned back towards her face. And then they're like, we got to get out of here as soon as possible. We need to go and find the time matrix.
2: I love that. So. I went to Tim and I went to a haunted house last night and there was like the mirror maze thing. And he swears that I walked into a mirror and that's what I'm imagining. Like with the arm thing. Yes. (laughs) He's like, you won't tell my brain that this didn't happen. And I'm like, well, I I don't think it did because I, I didn't walk through it. (laughs) Well, but did I, maybe I did. Maybe Maybe now we're in hell. That could be, I assume that that's where a mirror portal would go, but, or maybe it's the better timeline.
0: (sighs) Maybe it's the Alice in Wonderland looking glass. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Where are the snacks and drinks?
0: hmm That's a great question. I have not found any mysterious cakes or bottles at all. Mm-mm. Not one? Let's get to it. Lauren O'Finger are walking along outside of the universe, keeping the white nothing on their right, and they follow it along, skirting the yerk portions of the world. They end up coming across a McDonald's that Lauren has brought into this universe, and Lauren's like, Fuck yeah! Happy Meals! And is like, yes, of course, you should go have your human food because apparently liquefied grass isn't cutting it for her. And they walk in and Lauren is horrified. The cashier that is a guy on earth that apparently has a crush on her and all Lauren notices is his terrible acne. She has turned into a giant eyeless acne monster. <laughs> she orders her burger and they get the fuck out of there. And is sitting next to Lauren, who's eating a Big Mac and looking at the sky. And it occurs to him that there's a spiral pattern here. And the time matrix is probably at the center of the spiral. And then it occurs to Lauren that Visor 32 already knows this, and that's why he isn't chasing them down currently.
2: Good job, kids. Mm -hmm. I love that confrontation of, like, this is what you notice about this person. Face it. Look at this. Like, oh, oh, God. I'm a monster. He's not the monster. I'm the monster.
0: (laughs) She won't be making that mistake
2: again. I'm going to notice everything about everyone forever now. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I wonder what what mine would be that, like, I wouldn't realize till I got there that that's the only thing that that person was to me, because, like, I've got to have so many of those.
2: I feel like for the most part, everybody is going to be teeth monster for me because I, I watch people's lips when they talk because I I don't hear well. Never want to talk around you again. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Please don't be self-conscious. <laughs> It's, it's again. It, this is a me failing. It's because I am partially deaf, um, so I do read your lips when you speak. I'm sorry. Uh, Don't be sorry. And, and I do know that it does weird some people out. So I try super hard to like when they look at me. I like look up. I'm like I'm not watching your mouth. I swear. And I know it makes it worse. And I'm so sorry.
0: It's. I promise you. It's not. It's not like lip reading. Watching my mouth. It's the fact that I would hate to be defined by my teeth. <laughs>
2: like i fucking well, luckily i'm pretty sure that like you are going to be pretty solid in my memory yes
0: i mean i know you'll know my eye color from the one time i changed it and nobody likes that except tim no, could i i
2: won't specifically know your eye color Mm-mm.
0: i feel like you might i suspect you might yeah okay i was freaked out i did that was like that was a wild day because every time I looked at somebody, there was always a second on their face where you could tell that it was, this is wrong. And then they'd like, you know, <laughs> then it would go Except away. Except Tim. <laughs> Except Tim. Tim,
1: had, Tim <laughs> so, was this fine. Is normal? Tim is the only one who treated me like a purse.
0: <laughs> the rest
2: of us were horrified. Tim is the only one that could survive this situation in the time matrix. <laughs> He's like, what? Everybody looks fine to me. That person never had
0: eyes. <laughs> It's just, it's so funny to me. Cause like it was a big change. I went from having like the, the like hazel eyes that I do now to yeah. bright blue,
2: bright blue. It was really cool. Yeah.
0: But everybody did like, I felt so weird the
2: whole day. Cause everybody did have that second of like, Ooh, I think that it was the <laughs> fact that like they're really good contacts. So mm-hmm. they looked so realistic instead yep. of looking like goat eyes, you know, like yeah. a lot of, a lot of dr- drastic change contacts do. They looked so fucking realistic that it was like, oh did, no, wait, she doesn't. She doesn't have blue eyes. That's not. That's not correct, right?
1: It's Uncanny Valley a little bit.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Oh no!
2: Yeah, I was like when I met you in the hallway after you changed. I was like, the fuck! <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just saw you. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was all day. Every time I'd look at somebody, I'd see it. And like, except him, of course. Yeah. it was like. <laughs> Alex, Everything's fine. Totally same as always.
2: <laughs> He's probably like, I couldn't tell you what color your eyes are right now while I'm looking at your face.
0: It's <laughs> <is> probably true. <laughs> oh, no. I dig it. I like that.
1: The mouth thing is interesting because I actually get really distracted by people's faces when they're talking to me. And I get in my own head about, like, am I making the right face? Like, am I, you know... <laughs> communicating correctly. So uh-huh. I actually don't like looking at people when they're talking to me. So mm-hmm. if I'm ever like weird about eye contact, that's why. Cause it's yeah. like, I can't focus on what you're saying and also your face. So yeah, that's my damage.
2: I don't know. I just do the bouncing around thing. You do the normal non-neurodivergent human thing of like looking around someone's face instead of direct eye contact the entire time.
0: Well, not at their face per se around just around. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that's, especially from like talking in, in front of people and like, especially with like the escape room and stuff. It just like, I never want to focus on one person too much mm-hmm. uh, just because some people like really, it it changes the demeanor going into these sorts of situations. Mm-hmm. And especially when you're like, yeah, Hey, I'm about to like lock you in a room. You kind of got to be cool. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's taken practice. <laughs> You have to be non-threatening. <laughs> you, you do have to be really non-threatening. Like literally, there's there's been times where like I've been in the room and it's just me working, and I, there's been like seven like fully grown adult people that have come into the room that are much larger than me, and they're like, "Hey, you're not gonna like do anything like weird, like we're oh, sure. are we gonna be okay? Are we gonna be safe?" And I'm like, "Yes, there's seven of you and one of me."
2: So I always want to think that that's ridiculous, and then I realize that I am allowing a stranger to lock me into a place. I'm asking them to do that. And I'm like, Mm. I am putting a lot of fucking trust in a human being right now. Yeah, absolutely. And there have been a couple of rooms at some places where I'm like, I'm not coming back here because I I am uncomfortable now.
0: Mm. Vibes are off. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely being there. The good news is is that normally you are with the larger group in that situation.
2: Mm. Normally. (laughs) No, my no. The vast majority of escape rooms has been me and one other person.
0: That's the majority though. Cause normally there's only one, one GM though.
2: Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. yeah. We do still outnumber the GM. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can take them <laughs> down if you need to. <laughs> oh, I could take down several people if I needed to.
0: Yeah. There you go.
2: At the very least they're going to know I was there.
0: There will be evidence of a mm-hmm. struggle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm using that to springboard back into here where there's evidence it. of a struggle. This whole world is evidence of a struggle. So Lauren and Alfangor are traveling through these landscapes, and as they approach the center of the spiral, the environments are getting closer and closer together, and they finally have to start traveling through the Yerk territory. Lauren climbs up on Alfangor's back again, and they just keep running deeper into this world. And as they're approaching the center, Alfangor stumbles because suddenly he realizes his hooves are growing at an exponential rate. Time is stretching the closer they get, and Lauren's hair and nails are growing, and they're several inches long very quickly. Elfangor quickly trims his own hooves with his tail blade and then tells her that they have to close their eyes and jump into this vortex. And they do! Um, they make it through the vortex to the time matrix, but as they're standing there, visor 32 also pops in and is surprised to see them alive. Lorne continually accuses Visor 32 of being scared of Elfangor, and this causes them to devolve into a tail fight while the Mortrons are attacking. Lorne and Elfangor are being beaten, the Mortrons are wreaking havoc, and Visor 32 is landing blows. Lauren has dropped the bat and is choking out a Mortron with her bare hands now, and then saves Elfangor by throwing the lifeless Mortron body to intercept the living one, which allows Elfangor to land a blow. But things are not going well. <laughs> <laughs> now that the Mortrons are taken care of, uh, it is truly one-on-one between Lauren and Elfangor. Then something unprecedented happens. Visur32 backs down. Because as we discussed before, only humans are insane enough to keep fighting against impossible odds. Viser thirty two backs away, and the vortex backs away into the vortex, worrying that he will have his personal revenge on Alfangor one day. And Alfangor must decide what to do. He cannot go back and undo everything, as they have no idea what effects that would have on the script. That would have, and the script now might escape to take the time matrix to their homeworld. He also cannot take it to his people, because the Andalites would use this to their advantage, and that's just not right either. The option they have left is for Lauren to drive and take the time matrix back to Earth to be hidden. She has to aim for after the Skrytnav left Earth, but before her mom notices, because Animorphs logic, and also to let everyone expect her to be 18 since they can't explain her sudden aging up. It's a cockamamie scheme, but you know what? Those are the only kinds that work in this universe. So Lauren takes control of the most powerful weapon known to Andalites and takes them back to Earth. And then we cut to three years later in the 1980s. The 80s! The 80s! Oh, man. Okay. I'm going to go through all of this. Okay. It's, it's going to be a lot. I'm gonna be talking for a while, but like, I feel like when we'll, we'll want to talk about all of this as a whole, if that's Mm -hmm. cool. Okay. Alan Fangor is, he comes to be known. Al Fangor does a flawless maneuver and creates a human morph. He hides the time matrix. And then he goes to college. He majors in physics. He makes friends named Bill and Steve, who he helps to create computers. He decides complex concepts in terms. They can understand like windows. He graduates college. He gets a job, and then he does as he says the most important thing he does in his lifetime, and he marries Lauren. He's created a life on Earth away from the war, and he thinks things will be better this way since he's screwed up so many times. Then one day, as he is getting home in his yellow Mustang, Lauren is at the door, and he walks into the. Lauren is at the doctor. He walks into his house, finds a man standing there. This man is not a man, but the Elemist. Dillamas tells Elfangor many things, but he stresses that by distorting time to live as a human, he has broken the timeline that should be. Battles that should have been won are lost, and things that st- should have stood are broken. But Elfangor has done great good already. What Elfangor viewed as bad decisions and failures were not. He refused to kill thousands of innocent Yerks. He hid the time matrix from falling to either side, which is probably the greatest move in the entire war. But he is supposed to be an Andalite hero, not a human man. The Elemus tells him that the Yerks are already poised to take over this planet, and their first scouts are hovering over Earth right now. So he has to go back and give the universe a chance to defeat the Yerks. Alphangor has questions, but the Elemist won't answer them. All he does is offer to repair a wrong. Elfangor has no choice but to agree to save Earth. Lauren won't remember him, but he will remember her. The Elemus takes Elfangor away, and Alfangor can briefly see the universe as the Elemus does. He sees his brother, that he didn't know existed. He sees Arbron, he sees he has a son. This changes everything and Elfengor says, take me back, I want to go back, but it is already too late. He can see that everything that the Elemist is working towards, six timelines converging, five humans and one Andalite. This is the end game. Elfengor realizes this really is just a game though, and he accuses him of playing with the universe. And the Elemist doesn't deny it, but he says that there is another playing this game. It's a dark game and they had best hope that the Elemist wins. Elfangor finds himself on an Andalite ship, in his Andalite body. He is thrust into a hopeless battle. The Star Sword is being blown apart by the Bladeship. All of their fighters have been destroyed, and they initiate a self-destruct sequence with the intent of hopefully taking out some bug fighters. Alfangor tells them not yet. He announces himself as Arith's Serenial Shem Shemtul, and then hails the Bladeship, demanding to speak to Vizor 3. Vizor 32 had been promoted in this time. The hork laugh at him until he announces that he is the vizor's old friend Elfangor. Then tells the visitor he has ten seconds before he punches the ship to maximum burn and crashes into the blade ship. Visitor three, who immediately came on camera, doesn't believe him and tries to call his bluff. So Elfgar punches it right into the blade ship, which breaks the ship in half. Right about the time another dome ship emerges from Z space, and that's enough for the blade ship. They're like, "Okay, should have listened. Whoops, Elfgar should have died, but he does not. He wakes up later on the dome ship, and he decides to tell the captain absolutely everything except the location of the time matrix." The captain tells him his story will not be public, but he will be a hero to his people. And Elfangor protests that he betrayed Aloran and ran from the war. But this captain knows Aloran and knows what he did on the hork homeworld. And he tells, all you did was uphold the belief that Aloran himself used to have before all of us. The war tore Aloran apart and they need heroes like Elfangor, Even though Alfangor does not feel like a hero. Many years and battles together, Alfangor finds himself back on Earth. The Yurks, of course, had targeted Earth. He had chased them there, and in the dome ship, he has Eximilia with him. This is a story that we have heard so many times now. The dome ship is taken down. He is in his bugfighter. He lands to recover the time matrix, but is too weak to do anything. Five human youths approach him, the same age as Lauren was when they first met, and one of them is drawn to him, and he knows why. This is his son, Tobias. He asks about his family, and when Tobias tells him his mother's gone, it breaks his heart. And he tells him that his friends are his family now. He's given them the power to morph, and they have the power that will make Visor Three tremble. He then closes his Horroktalest with his last legacy to his people: one word, hope. Yeah, ah. that's Berdefer.
2: It's so Berdefer.
0: It's such a good story.
2: It's so good.
0: He invented all the computers. <laughs> <laughs> the
2: computer I love that so much. Yeah. My friend
0: Bill, <laughs> oh, and then my Steve. friend Steve. I just, this this is such a good book, and like you're right, everything other than that last chapter would stand completely on its own. But can you imagine reading that, and then being like, "Okay, now I'm going to go start with book one." Oh man,
2: Ooh, I mean, already knowing about Tobias would ju- I just like it would it would still be okay, it would still be good, but it would just take away so much from that moment.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man and like my can't even know just how shitty Tobias's life had been
2: <sighs> why did the elms do him so dirty so why did, dirty why it's too late it's not you can you can just put me back you can just put me back if you can take me you can put me back and tobias
0: could have been in a loving home with somebody mm-hmm. who cared about him
2: mm-hmm. yeah but then the yorks would have taken over we don't know that
0: Okay, so make it somebody else who's a loving home that will take care of him. Make his aunt nice. Would yeah. that cause the Yorks to take over?
2: <laughs> yep, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, but then Tobias wouldn't have been who Tobias was, and he wouldn't have made the decisions that he made. Blah, 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 blah. I guess. Uh, it's all connected. Yeah. Time is a flat earth. Time is marching on.
0: Forever. <laughs> in an endless spiral towards the time vortex where the time matrix is.
2: Man, I'm, th- it's everything is spiraled, right? Why did they have to walk across different areas of stuff? Why they have to just follow one all the way? <laughs> follow the yellow, yellow road. Bro- exactly. <laughs> I don't know.
0: They are in the Emerald City <laughs> where the spirals start. And they're like, we just got to travel in a straight line.
2: No spirals for us. Yeah. We're going to go across. And hope we find the center. Yeah,
0: because it would have to be
2: pretty tight for you to be
0: sure that you were approaching the center.
2: Yeah, it was
0: so gnarly when Lauren's fingernails
2: and hair were growing. (laughs) So cool. So gross. So cool. Yeah. I
0: just imagine them growing through her shoes. Oh, Oh. owie. Oh, also, Alfinger having to trim his own feet, of course, brought up a lot of questions about the internal structure of the hoof for me, mm-hmm, and like, mm-hmm. so is like basically it's the hoof their hoof capsule is just like a rodent tooth, is what I came to. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Tell me all your thoughts on this book. Tell me everything. Tell me all that, of it. It's
1: good. It's really good. Um, I liked all the fucking like comparisons you can draw from. <laughs> Things that Elfanger did or didn't do, and like how they take effect later. Like, like there's a line that I really liked where somebody says, "Like Arbron was a casualty of war," and I was like, "So was Tobias for the same reason." Oh no, <laughs> shit like that. I like it. Mm. Oh my god. Oh, okay, and and on that on that topic. Okay, another one I liked was was when. Elfanger is like begging Arbron to demorph and Arbron's like, I really wish I could. And it's like, that's the fucking same conversation. And it makes it worse because it's Tobias, which is your son. So I like that. I don't know. Just shit like that.
0: We were really, I feel cheated of a conversation between Tobias and Arbron in the late books about their experiences.
2: Did
1: they never they never
2: talk? Oh my god. That's bonkers. That is bonkers. I don't
0: think they ever, I mean, if they did have dialogue, it was certainly short and not like,
1: not. Yeah. Could have been really meaningful.
2: Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, Jenna, tell me all your thoughts on this. book. All my thoughts. Oh my God. I have so many. I have too many. I have way too many. I would have loved to have seen like, any sort of interaction later on between Elfangor, like knowing all of this and Rachel. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> just like, I don't know. I just feel like that would have been like, Hey, I've seen the path that you're on. Maybe don't. Yeah. Oh, that's so
0: rough because my, like forever, my favorite conversations are Rachel and cryak Where Rachel is like, I'm being the bad person to be, the one that can take this in, internally on myself, so everybody else can be the good guy, and I mm-hmm. love that conversation so much. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I wonder if Elfangor saw that Lauren came back into Tobias's timeline.
2: Oh right. Oh. oh yeah. Oh man! Like I know, like with where everything is written, you can't put that in there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But man. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. And just what happened to
1: her. Oof. Getting getting the morph powers that would be bonkers.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It ties together so, so, so many things in this series so well. Like the I, I just imagine the fucking notes on this were so thick and extensive. And it's like wait, how do we how do we decide what not to include? Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, that's a great point, too, because the things that were like, oh, well, they could have done this. They could have done that. It's such a minute detail sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have a question. Why
1: did the Elemis come to Elfangor at that moment in time?
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, OK. I have a theory. OK. Are you prepared? Yeah. Um, Because that was actually the exact right timeline, because she would not have had Tobias if Alfengor hadn't lived there and married her and gone all through that. So he's saying he's correcting the issue, but he strategically chose the moment to correct mm-hmm. the issue. And it was the moment that Tobias was conceived.
2: He's not, he's not actually correcting anything. He is just fucking meddling. That's yes, it. Precisely. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's putting his players on the board
0: and he's saying, cause again, like it's the least intrusive thing is the game so, like, by moving him, he's saying to Kryak, oh, no, I'm fixing the issue.
2: But he, yeah, no, he just mm-hmm. made a power play. Yeah, it, it kind of feels like the officials came in and said, hey, you can't have this one here at this time because that's an unfair advantage. <laughs> and he's like, OK, yeah, I'll, I'll remove him right
0: now. Same thing is when he uh, came into the Yerk pool and froze everything, but froze them in a way that allowed them to see all of the exits and all of the, the moments that they could go.
2: Mhm. Yeah. Little bastard. I don't meddle. Okay. <laughs> I'm not about the drama. You're kind of about the drama. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. This fucking guy. This fucking guy. Oh man. I remember as a child, like loving the LMS and thinking that it was like this big, warm, cozy thing. Blah blah. And now as an adult, I'm like, I, I just, dis- I dislike you. Like, I like the character. It's fantastically done. But don't bullshit a bullshitter, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. That's okay.
0: But that's, like, the, the core of what makes this series so good. Is that yeah. So much that as a kid, you read it one way. As an adult, you're like, I see what they were trying to do
2: now. Yeah. That is the one thing that I always feel bad about, like, for people who I've given the book to as an adult. I'm like, you're not going to get the full impact of this because you need to read it as a child. You need to. I also have started my niece down the road. So (laughs) she's 10 and I'm like, it's time. Oh, it's, it's on.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's my thing. Whenever like friends, kids are of the age, I get them the graphic
2: novels. Mm -hmm. Yep. I got her both. Like if you, if you would like to read the books here, they are, but also here's the graphic novels, whatever's more accessible. Don't watch the TV show. (laughs) <laughs> That's the one rule, not the TV You're show. not allowed. It's banned. You can watch it but later Polo. when you're a grown-up.
0: Yeah.
2: And you can fully appreciate how terrible it is. Hollow. Hollow. <sighs> Everyone in it is great. Yeah. They did so good with the material they were given. They weren't given much, though. <laughs> they were not. It just, it did
0: not. The budget and the skills were so mismatched for what mm-hmm. it was.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: always bring on the authors to help you at least help you write
2: the script for the show. Yeah. Respect the source material. Even if you're going to change it, respect it. That's yep. Please for the love of God. Or just do me a favor and put like loosely inspired. Yeah. (laughs) Even that
0: though, I find so disappointing. So I'm like, but it's still a thing that I love and I want it to be a thing that I could love. Even if it's different, it still should be good.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: God, the casting on that show though is
1: fucking flawless. Yeah, that's really good. I'm kind of looking forward to the new Avatar adaptation.
2: Oh my god, yes. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm, I'm gonna be so like pessimistic until it gets here. But every time I see photos and stills, I'm like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm that looks really good. Oh no. Mm -hmm. Oh no. How are they going to ruin this for me? Cause it looks so good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So good.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Oh my God. And the other, so they, they just came out with like that 32nd trailer clip or whatever that kid, there's just one shot of, of Sokka's face at the iceberg. And I was like, Oh, that's Sokka. (laughs) That is Sokka for sure. I'm so excited for that.
1: I love how like the bar is both completely underground and completely in the sky Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) depending on what Mm -hmm.
1: version you're talking about so i'm interested to see where this one hits
2: uh like all you have to do is erase that fucking movie from my memory that's mm. that is the only thing that you have to do with this Mm -hmm. that's it it's gonna be hard you have to do it i've never seen it so i wish i hadn't honestly i just watched it for the first time this year Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, was, I I needed to fill some time. <laughs> Weirdly now. enough, I needed to feel t- fill time. I don't think I made it through
1: like 10, 15 minutes of it. And I was like, all right.
2: Oh, my God. This isn't for me. It was so bad. It was so bad. Everything was trash. Yeah.
1: Welcome to Animorphs Anonymous, where we talk about Avatar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen. <laughs> Topic is not a thing we stick to. Well, any any more thoughts about Andelite Chronicles though? Good good book.
1: So it's good. Go read it.
0: So good. You guys wanna do an outro? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweet.
2: Jenna, I'm putting you on the spot first. Where can I find you? Okay, you can find me at Jenna Chill all over the internet, and I'm also on Horse Girls and Surprise Tech Book Club and D and D B. That's right. Is is also Animorphs. Get it? Um, I don't remember if I'm on anything else right now. Uh, late starters. Ch- oh yeah, I, yeah. Barely late starters. It's amazing. It makes me very happy. This is bad. of all the things that I've done, like of all the roles that I've played, I think it's my favorite. I love it so much. Um, And then, oh, we've already announced it. And then Advent will be coming out in December. It's so exciting. We're going to release one episode every day of Advent. Um, So for 24, 25, I think. I don't remember. Somewhere around there. It'll either be 24 or 25 episodes every day in the beginning of December. Um, Get stoked for that. I can't wait. I'm so excited for that. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's making me so happy every time we do it.
0: And maybe more to come. Maybe. I'm going to keep vaguely threatening this on here. (laughs) Maybe more Animorphs content to come. No way to know. Who knows? There's no way to know. I really like vaguely threatening this without saying what it is. It makes me very happy. (laughs) Figure
2: it out, guys. Figure it out. Yeah. Get your fucking detective glasses on. I don't know. That didn't make any sense. But sure. Yeah. No, I got it. Okay. Magnifying glass. If you wear glasses. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Put two magnifying glasses, lash them together.
0: Yeah. But then you can see everything super close. Yep.
2: Yeah. And figure it out.
0: <laughs> Once you figure it out, email me at anonymousanimorse Do it. You can also send in your answers and I will tell you yes or no with 100% truth. That is my promise to you. Not like an LMS promise, like a real one. Uh, you can do that at Facebook at Animorphs Anonymous or a super secret, super awesome subgroup, the Andalite Vandalites, or you can do that on Twitter at Animorphs Anon or Apple Grant Cast, or you can do it on Instagram at Animorphs Anon or Apple Grant Cast, Animorphs Anonymous, sorry, on Instagram. I always fuck that one up. Uh, yeah, do it, hit it, get to us. Get
1: to our Discord server as well. It's one of the coolest places on earth with some of the coolest people on earth. So hit us up on any of our socials and you can be there with all the cool kids.
0: Yeah. Do all our secret stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we talked about graphic novels earlier. Can I get more content recommendations in that sort of oeuvre?
1: Yeah, sure. Well, first of all, go read all of Chris Grind's work ever because he's awesome and he makes cool stuff. Um, and when you're done with that, maybe if you have some time, you can check out my webcomic that I make and draw. It's called B-Side U. Read it for free at B-S-I-D-E-Y-O-U-Comic.com. Read it on top of some webtoons or alooftroop.com. And uh, if you like it and want to support me, you should go to my Patreon and get early access pages and and, and work progress pages at patreon.com slash KCD Studios.
0: That's what I have to say. Yeah, patreon.com slash KCD Studios. And if you agree to contribute... a month. We will get, we will pay to have Jenna come on to Slater cast with Dan and I in the Dan van. Yeah. yeah. We'll pay her tens of dollars even from our 1200. a month. So there you go. I'm excited. It's
2: going to happen. Can't wait.
0: It's the, it's really the travel expenses to the Dan van that are the, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's what we're paying for. Yeah. And like probably donuts or something. Gotta have donuts. Mm -hmm. Gotta have donuts. It's in the writer.
1: Alex, when you're not in the Dan van, where can you be
0: found? On podcasts, mostly. I transmute my human body into audio form, and there (laughs) I dance. (laughs) Much like Freakazoid. (gasps) (gasps) Yes! Oh my god. Well, that's the greatest thing anyone's ever said to me in my whole life. Damn. I fucking love Freakazoid. Uh, yeah. So way down, uh, in the freakazoid land, you can find me on such podcasts as, uh, the one that Jenna said earlier, dungeons of Draken beams, or as we call it DnDB B cause we love it. Uh, we're at, at DnDB Pod. come listen to our Animorphs show. Um, we dance around a lot of the same sort of horrific gray questions that they ask and probably make terrible decisions there, but only <laughs> you can tell us by listening to the show. Um, also late starters, a Pokemon TTRPG where Casey and I are on it, as well as Tim, our, our third host on our Apple grant book club, who we banned from the room for today. Um, He's not
1: in this timeline.
0: (laughs) He's not in this timeline yet. And it would be buck wild to add his line to this. Go away, Tim. Yeah. You're not in this timeline. (laughs) Get the fuck out. (laughs) Um, but we'll see later in the timeline. He'll reconverge on the line, Mm -hmm. but we can't Mm -hmm. discuss that yet. You get it. It's sort of, sort of that kind of thing. Uh yeah, what else do we do? God damn, surprise deck book club. That's another show with Tim, who we've apparently decided can't be in this timeline. <laughs> Is that it? That can't be it. it feels like there's so many horse, girl. oh, horse girls. horse girls! <laughs> Completely <laughs> forgot to say horse girls. You have so many podcasts. Listen, it's fine. Oh my god. Yeah. So we're around. Come find us. There's some other ones on uh, on hiatus that uh, you can listen to, like Soup Salad Sandwich. Checking fucking dragon knight adventure friends dragon knight adventure friends <laughs> that's oh man i fucking love so dragon good, adventure friends. So good. Mm-hmm. such a good show so yeah listen to that one anything else i don't think so i feel like we've made it <laughs> there's man. no telling there's truly no telling what to eat what to eat man <laughs> what to eat
1: <laughs> jenna thanks for coming on our podcast yes thank, <laughs> thank you for having me on your podcast such a delight
2: it's the most been such a fucking delight and delight and delightful